As companies and managers uh, attempt to try to get people to come back to work, they are trying some new methods to entice employees to come back. We're going to take a look at some of the uh, weird and some of the crazy ones and also some employee pushback on the next Today in Tech. Hi, everybody. I'm Keith Shaw. Welcome to Today in Tech. On today's episode, we're going to talk about going back to work and some hybrid work environments and some of the ripples uh, and after effects and some technologies that are causing some people to do some very strange things and uh, also office culture, things like that. So we're going to bring in our guy behind the computer, uh, Chris. Hello, Chris. How are you? Good, good, good. How you doing? We are recording this on Valentine's Day, so I'm just going to do this, you know, little, little, little heart thing for you. I don't, I don't even know if it did it right. Is that right? I guess. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, right here, man. All right. Respect. So the Wall Street Journal today or yesterday had a story about uh, whether or not people that are coming back to work or are fun enough. Like there's this whole idea that in order to get people to come back into the workplace, whether they were remote, completely remote or not, whether or not they're fun enough. And so, yeah, this is a, this is, I love this image because this immediately makes me think of office space. Do you remember? Do you remember that movie, Chris? Uh, yeah, no, I, I I remember that movie. Um, I can't say I watched the whole thing, but I've seen all the you know memes about yeah. it and stuff like that. Like I, I know about it. Yeah, about it. And so, in and, and uh, you know, for for people of my generation, I think Office Space was the it was it came around it came out around the time of the dot com era. So you may have been a little too young for that because you probably hadn't been mm-hmm. working yet. Uh, but then, you know, shows like The Office, obviously workplace comedy, things like that, they, they you know, make fun of the office culture. And, you know, a lot of that is, hey, here's your piece of birthday cake to celebrate someone's birthday. And so that's why I love this image. So, but the, the actual story itself is talking about how as people are coming back to work, um, they're thinking about mandatory fun type things to get people engaged. Um, you know, so it's not just, you know, so in, you know, the, the story was in the hybrid era when bosses feel compelled to make up for the reduction of daily chit chat. So because you got a lot of hybrid workers, you're not getting that whole office cooler, uh, experience that you used to have when you had a full office of, of, of workers and, you know, or the office kitchen or, you know, going out to lunch as a group and all that stuff. So they're like, all right, well, what can we do to sort of do this? So you start seeing things like offsites and, and team building experiences. Uh, there's a story from last uh, February that talked about the offsite is the new return to the office. Do you want to bring that one up too? Um, uh, yeah, or, sure. Let me yeah. It. So there's just, you know, this is now... Uh, this was, you know, as, as people were coming back, like, all right, well, we're gonna, we'll get people back but in the office by doing an offsite. So you don't actually have to come back into the office, but, but rather, you know, we're going to have a full day of togetherness. And that usually means, you know, team building things and you can go go-kart tracking, you can go bowling, you can go hiking. So the story itself in the journal this week, it was basically talking about all the different ways that, people are forcing to have fun at -hmm. work. And, and of course, you know, I, I'm, I'm a guy that I'll roll my eyes at anything. So the first, my first instinct was to roll my eyes and go, you know, the re they don't call it work because it's fun, right? Fun. I mean, you can have fun at work, but you never say to your, your spouse or your significant other, like, Hey, I'm going to fun today. (laughs) 
Right. You're like, no, it's it's Monday. I've got to go to work. And people understand that. So, and I don't know if it's a generational thing either. I mean, you are one generation behind me, Chris. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, then there's Gen Z and it feels like this is the, uh, you know, we want everybody to have fun every in every aspect of their life. Yeah, it, it, it seems to me like they're just trying to come up with a reason to have people come back. Like, oh, the only way people are going to come back to the office is if it's fun. It's like, well, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily about having fun. I mean, my 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 job is enjoyable, right? But it's like, um, yeah, it, it feels like it would it would be better if it was more interesting to actually create a job that yeah people enjoy doing or people enjoy having instead of making it you know like oh well you know well you can come into work and do your 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 seven or eight hours but now right. you've got to now have fun with these people that and again we've got great co-workers here obviously we've we're in the right spot it's you and me right chris and, right. and a couple of others and we have you know we have a lot of fun but there is that time where it's like, all right, the Christmas party or the birthday party and you're, yeah. you're eating a piece of cake and you're like, oh, I mean, really I have to yeah. socialize with these people. I, I mean, I think they're kind of missing the mark a little bit. I think it's not so much about fun, but more about just being, meeting people in person, like social interaction. Like, you know, if, if someone's going to tell me, oh, you know, uh, it's, it's for fun. Hold on, let me go back to that article just so I can reference it. Da, 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 da. Is this one it? Yeah, this one's it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's mostly about just like being in person. I, I find it to be like it's their it's their reasoning behind getting people together, like to have fun. It's like, nah, maybe not so much, you know. Yeah, I, I think this this article was triggered by uh, a court case in France where it was a consultant who sued his former firm claiming he was wrongfully terminated for refusing to take part in different, you know, co-worker activities. Uh, and he won, but it took a lot of years of appeals in order to, to do that. Wait, wait, and, wait, run that, run that again. All right. He was terminated and he claimed that he was wrongfully terminated for refusing to take part in quote, various boozy shenanigans with co-workers. And he won but it took okay. seven years and a couple of appeals to defend the right not to be fun at work. Huh. Now, so, so that, this also reminds me of we, I used to have a coworker and he was kind of a, a grump, but that's what you want sometimes in an editor. You want a grumpy editor, but they're but, not, they're not doing their job if they're not grumpy. Right. Right. And so, you know, a bunch of coworkers then mockingly decided that they were going to call him the vice president of fun. And so huh. they were, they were now they never actually made him come up with group outings mm-hmm. or things like that. But, you know, there was sort of this, uh, movement by, and this was usually generated by some HR people, uh, who decided, well, you know, we want to have corporate gatherings. So you would, you know, you ended up with picnics and, you know, there's a Christmas party. And I, I always felt like, you know, anything that's organized, is always then becomes not much fun. Like I would rather have informal things where you, um, you know, grab a couple people and you say, Hey, let's go out and get some, some drinks after work or, or Hey, let's go. We'll, we'll have a softball team, but, but we'll then mainly it's, it's just a, just a drink and play softball and nothing in a formal league or anything like that. And I think yeah. if, you know, if you hear the word organized then, or man, or mandatory, I mean, obviously mandatory is, is off the table, but I think, 
you know, anything that you do at work should be up to your choice. And I think, again, as I get older, I've got family commitments and I've, you know, this was, this was probably in my twenties and thirties. I, you know, I, I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Cause I've got no life when I go home, but you know, right. then I got married and I had kids and now it's like, well, I want to spend time with them. Like that's, that's, yeah, it's like, uh, maybe yeah. I can't, maybe I can't go hang out with everybody at the bar after work. Right. But know, then the like, pressure to do that. So I'm, I'm sort of on the, the outside now where I don't want to join the, the, I mean, I want to be a part of the group and, and collaborate, but I'd rather do that while I'm at work. Like, so just have a lunch, have a group lunch, and then we could talk and, and socialize at lunch. But yeah, like the whole after work, it, 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 it you know, it's like, it's sort of my time after work. Yeah. There, there used to be a, a word for this or like a phrase. It's kind of like, uh, what, like team building? Like, yes. Like a company well, would look at this as basically team building. Team building is, has gotten sort of a bad word, you know, connotation because you think well, of so? like, well, because most of these team building activities, you imagine them, you've seen this in TV and movies where like you grab everybody, you take them outside right. and you do either a ropes course or right. those trust falls. And of course, in the movies and TV, it's always like, well, someone always forgets to catch the, mm-hmm. the person who's falling backwards and hilarity ensues. And, you know, it, I see. And so you're not really doing any team building or, you know, I don't know of, of a good way to build a team, but that's probably why I'm not a manager either. I mean, I'm not, yeah. you know, other than maybe just like get, get them all drunk and, 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 you know, make sure that they don't sexually harass anybody, I guess is also right. the, you know, that's probably why these, these types of gatherings are probably, it's, it's easier to have them all try to solve a puzzle with Legos. Uh, Cause you know that you're not going to get sued. Right. Yeah. Here's a question for you. And it's kind of a, I don't know. It's a lightweight question, but it's like, is it easier to build a better team in person or through Zoom? Yeah, I, I still, I'm probably on the side of in person. So, yeah. Um, even if, even, but again, it, even should be, the, it should be the goal of, of, of finding a better way to get, become more productive. And, you know, what are, and I'll sit in a meeting and, and, and figure out how you're going to do that. Than, than just try to do like a team building activity. I'd yeah. rather have a, an, a, an all day meeting. Oh, look, I, I've been in some companies where all day meetings end up just these people just griping about their problems and then they don't actually solve solutions. They just want to hear themselves gripe. That's an issue too, sometimes. Again, not this company. This is, these are other companies I've worked for. Correct, correct. Yeah, and I mean, like, at this point, like, I'd, I'd, I'd rather just see, like, just more in-person things. Right. Like, I mean, just even, to be in-person is team building enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do most of our team building between you and I just where we sit next to each other right. and we just yell out an idea and then you go, oh, that's a great idea or, or that's a horrible idea. Yeah. And that's how we do it. Casually you know. throw a shoe. Hey. <laughs> what I'm, what when I'm doing all my research, you hit me over the head with a shoe. All right. So we're going to move on to the, so this is going to get a little weirder now. Okay. So this, you don't have this on your screen because this is just a press release. This is a press release by the American Academy of Facial Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery. And you're probably going, Hey Keith, why are you uh, bringing this up on a technology show? I'm going to tell you why. So they did a survey for all of their surgeons and, and this is just the face. Okay. So this is not anything below the neck. Okay, Chris. So don't. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about liposuction or anything like that. We're just talking about the face. They asked, you know, what was their most popular sort of surgery, and you know, they're trying to measure whether the, you know, are people having more plastic surgery post pandemic, you know, than before, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, 2022 saw an increase in demand for facial plastic surgery and, and cosmetic treatments. Uh, f- 
Let's see. Uh, 58% reported an increase in bookings and treatments over the past year, with more than 75% indicating they've seen a bump of more than 10% in patient demand. Okay. So more people are getting plastic surgery. Okay. So you've, that's established, right? Wait, wait. And so, what, now, so now do you, do you, can you figure out why people are? I was, I was just, I was just going to, I don't have the article up, obviously. Cause, right. Cause um, right. I'm hiding it from you and y'all. So it's right, right, right. You have just to be a like press release. signed up to account. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, why? Why again? Did did they say why? They do, and I'm I'm just trying to see if you can guess. Um, because I'm just gonna throw this out there. Maybe because you know everybody um was stuck looking in a mirror at home, and they're looking at all the imperfections. They're like, okay, time <laughs> for a time for a makeover. You know, it's kind of like with your house, right? Because you've been working from home for a couple years, twenty four seven, you yep. kind of notice you start small notice, things yeah. like, oh, you know what? I I could change that. I should change this over here. Yeah, that's not really. Maybe maybe that wall can go down. Um, maybe that is that is that why? Yeah, and people so are that, just noticing imperfections. They're just like, eh, why not? That is the the the, the most popular reason. They really, they, yeah. And so uh, the quote is: as people return to the office and ease back into the routine of daily life without quarantine, interest for elective surgeries and non invasive non invasive tweakments. I don't. I hate that word. Tweakments. Yeah, that's a made up word. Huh. Uh, so uh, in 2022, our members continue to see the impact of the Zoom boom with 79% of respondents pointing to Zoom effect as a major contributing factor in patients' desire to seek treatment. So I think this is what happened. This is, so this is what's happening, okay? You're on your Zoom call, and you're seeing, you're seeing all of your coworkers' friends, but you're also seeing yourself. Right, but you're also seeing yourself with the, because I know Zoom has this, and a lot, of, a lot of apps have these, a lot of video-related apps, like how they can smooth out imperfections on your face and stuff like that, like a lot of those effects. So they're probably seeing themselves with that on. They're kind of thinking like, well, what if that was permanent? Yeah. What if that was permanent? Yep. Or like, or like those Snapchat filters where... That is another one of the facts. Exactly. That, like they're looking at these filters like, wow, I wish I looked like that, you know, permanently or, you know, in real life. So right? they're saying that Generation Z, the younger, the younger people that are into uh, apps like TikTok and Snapchat yeah. are seeking treatments aimed to mimic Snapchat filters. I mean, that, that's simply, I mean, simply put, I mean, that's a form of like body dysmorphia. Right. They're calling right? it Snapchat dysmorphia. And yeah. Yeah. Snapchat's whatever you want to call it. It's a, it's a dysmorphia, right? You're looking at yourself, you know, negative light and um, trying to find a way to perfect, you know, certain aspects and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, that's sad now. So, you know, obviously you and I were, you know, I mean, this is, this is, this is gorgeous and you know, you're awesome. But I'm just so ugly. You don't, you know, uh, I'm, you I'm just ugly. I'm, I'm, I'm happy being <laughs> ugly. I'm totally. Content. I, so, you know what, you know what I'm the most, what do you think I'm the most vain about in, in this, in the, in the years that you've known me? Uh, I have no idea. Really? Because I I mention this all the time. Is it your beard? No. I mean, well, you know. No, I'm no, no, no. no uh, that's like, me, super jealous of your beard. No, for me, it, it's it's the top of my hair. It's my haircut. Like I'm I I I've been I need a haircut and like every time whenever that camera goes on, I look immediately and I was like, well, how's my hair? And and that's about as vain as I get. Like, I don't care that I can't grow a beard. I can't connect my mustache to my, like I, I'm, I'm designed to genetics on that, on that front. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the one thing I can generally change is the, the length and the, the style of my hair. And again, I grew a mullet in the nineties. This is more of a confessional for me. <laughs> so, but then I looked like um, one of the cartoon characters from peanuts where the hair comes down and, and up. 
And so, so for me, it's the hair. So I've never, I've never thought about, you know, a nose job or I'm sure that most of the commenters will be like, oh, this is what you should do for your face. And it's like, all right, we're off topic for a second. So the Snapchat thing is causing people to look at it and go, well, if I got to go back to work, I'm going to then, I'm, if I go back to work, I need to look better as well. So that's mm-hmm. another thing. And then the, the third, the, you know, one of the, the second big uh, area was the fact that more people have disposable income now because of the whole, right. They got more money. So not traveling as much, saving on gas. So the, can, do yeah. you, can you guess what the three procedures are the most popular for people that are, that are looking to get more, uh, just again, just the uh, okay, face, so, so, just, just, just this area. Right. Plastic surgery for yeah. the face. Right. Yep. Um, Okay, I'm going to say nose job. That is number three. Lips. Lips were not, they're, they're on the list, but they're not in the top three. Hmm, okay. Uh, cheekbones, but, I don't know. Uh, facelift, does that count? Face, so uh, facelift is where you I just I'm not, I'm like, not a plastic surgeon. Yeah, so. I mean, that's where you just sort of stretch your face, right? Right. Like, that's like, right. yeah. Uh, and then, the no, the, the second one, it's, and I'm going to butcher this this pronunciation, uh, blepharoscopy, bluff, Blepharoplasty. No idea. It's uh, eyelid stuff. Oh, eyelid. Okay. Or so if you if you've got like multiple things on your eyelids, you want to. Yeah, I mean, like those. it is it is kind of sad. Uh, it's kind of sad to see you know people doing this because the way they look on an app or yeah. you know and trying to. Okay, so yeah. so one other thing, we'll and then we're gonna we're gonna get off this topic. Yeah, um, please. <laughs> they asked the, the the plastic surgeons about sort of the gender gender preferences Mm -hmm. and so women you know obviously uh well not obviously maybe not obviously in 16 out of the 18 procedures tracked surgeons indicate more of their patients are women okay so there are two areas uh well there's one area that skews towards men and then there's one where it's equal in terms of the gender thing do you think you can figure out what 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 procedure is highly uh skewing towards men uh, and and you might not think of this as a plastic surgery treatment. And again, we're this is just face, right? This is anywhere. Yes, anywhere. this is anywhere in the face or anything above the neck. So it could be your head and your your, but not your neck. That's a tough one. I have no idea. Okay, uh, uh, hold on. Uh, hair. Yes. Okay. Actually, yep. that was kind of easy. Yep, hair transplants. <laughs> you know, it, basically, hair transplants are skewed towards men. Now, the one that's equal is the one that I didn't even realize was a surgery, mm-hmm. and it's called otoplasty or autoplasty surgery to diminish ear prominence. So, okay, which which you can't tell from from me because I'm wearing the headphones. But like, if I don't know if I I don't you, even you know were, if I you were born you were born with those on. They're just <laughs> stuck to your head. Yes, exactly. You have a. Uh, it's like this. This uh, this earphone uh, thing. <laughs> yes, this is my real head. Like I, you know, I don't take these off at you all. You don't have ears. I don't. Okay, so now there's a reason why people I think want. So there's going to be a there's a thread here. There's going to be a reason why I think people are going to want to look good because now companies are hiring interns that can make TikTok hits for companies. So there's a story in the New York Times this week. Uh, bring this one up. Uh, the, 
very, very, you know, attractive, young. Uh, this is, I'm assuming this is a college intern because I think they interviewed her for the story. And um, this is uh, Claire's Boutique. And I have two teenage daughters, so I'm very familiar with this store. Uh, this is where you can get your ears pierced. And there's about a billion different fun and quirky earrings that you can buy. And so, uh, you know, basically the reporter here is talking about a trend where companies are not necessarily they're hiring college interns or having interns basically run their social media accounts it's not just social media but like tiktok and do, and things do, like that yeah do these interns have to have a background in like social media management and stuff like I, that listen i i think that that they've probably they've grown up with this stuff and they do their own channels and they you know okay. i don't yeah there, i mean the reason why i said that was because like today those generations, I mean, like you said, they, yeah, they kind of like grow up with it. They're born into it. And it's like, you kind of don't need a social media degree. You kind of you know, I don't it. think, I don't even think there, is there a degree program out there for, for TikTok uh, or for actually, social media? I, I, I think it's in line with communication, like communications yeah. media. Social media is like a branch of that. Marketing. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But like, you know, you can get like a doctorate in social media, which I find, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you want to spend money well on it's that. certainly better than a, than a you know bachelor's degree in newspaper journalism <laughs> no <Nah, laughs> you know? i'd rather have that than well, really because whatever yeah, right. social media degree whatever because it's kind of like you just got to use it you just got to use it and just you know take time to understand it that's really all you need to do about you know to learn it but i mean this isn't surprising to me i mean my i've, I've got i've got three yeah, this is not surprising at all i've got three teenagers and two of them uh are girls and the oldest one runs the social media ch or I don't know if she runs it but she does a lot with her school's uh the marching band uh, you know has its own TikTok mm -hmm. uh each section of the band has their own TikTok uh individ you know so then she's got an individual account she's got a what she calls a spam account right. so she's actually got two different Instagram accounts where she puts stuff i don't even know why she separates them other than she's like well i put my personal stuff on one but then i put my image one on the other one so whenever she and i don't know and she's tried to explain this to me and i and again my head starts to glaze over and i start thinking about you know random homer simpson things when when she tells me this because it goes right over my head and she's actually told me that she wants to run like the instagram for the show for this show and right. you know and i've and i've uh resisted it for a while uh but at some point you know i wouldn't be surprised if you know if someone if an intern came in here uh and and we just said you know what why don't you just i noticed that you have uh millions of followers um how can you make this show look cooler or more hip now maybe that's just a disaster waiting to happen because maybe the appeal is just this and 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 you and the technology i don't know like what do you think, Chris? Should we do it or not? Think about what? <laughs> well, I mean, do you think that 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 it, it it's it's companies that are forcing an issue uh, to try to make themselves look cooler than they might actually be, or is you know this on the on the flip side? When you were an intern, you usually probably had the the you know the most boring tasks. To, they didn't really train you. You know, although yeah. although when I was working in a newspaper at college intern, they actually had me cover murders and cover things for, you know, so they threw me right into the fire. And yeah, for cover, me, 
Yeah, for me, I was in film production. Yeah. So, yeah, I was a PA. I got coffee. Mm-hmm. I got people's lunches, dinners. I was, uh, like, that's I did what some you th- cold calling. Like, I did the jobs that nobody else Yeah, that's, to do. that's what you typically and think of as. And, no, exactly. And that's kind of like your initiation, which is, I don't know. You, you don't really learn much. Uh, doing it, but it, um, again, it it feels more like an initiation than more constructive. But do you think that this is going to become a career for people down the road? Or I mean, you... it already is. I feel like well, it already that's is. true. I mean, if you're going to be an influencer and if you're going to do that or oh. or podcast or things like that, I guess you got to look good. So. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people today, especially coming out of media, um, I read this somewhere's. Um, it's it's valid and it's and it's true that a lot of people coming out with communications media degrees are a lot of their, uh, you know, like what they want to be is no longer like, oh, I want to be a movie director or, uh, you know, I want to be a producer or writer for film, right? They just want to be an influencer. Yeah. And it's easy for someone to do that today. I mean, you got YouTube, you have all the social media sites, right? It's it's so much more, it's, it's much more attainable today to do that where a lot of people come out of school and they're like, yeah, I just want to be an influencer. Um, but yeah. I, I just... The, when that makes me think about a lot of these apocalyptic shows that are out there now mm-hmm. and we start thinking about, well, if there was a real apocalypse, the world is not going to need TikTok influencers. No, no. I think a lot of people get the interpretation that it's easy. You know, right. everybody else is doing it. It's easy. We, you know, oh, I can make hundreds I don't, of thousands of dollars on YouTube yep. doing this. and. It's hard work. It's it's really hard work because uh, here's the thing: it's heavily saturated today. Mm-hmm. Like uh, influencers, YouTube, trying to stand out on social media. If everybody else wants to do it, it's extremely challenging. Extremely challenging. Right, so. and 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 then there's only a small few that that break through and and get the money. Right. But then there's probably uh, yeah, I mean there's 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 thousands and hundreds and thousands of people that don't. And a lot of people, a lot of people are they strive to be like mr beast oh i want to be the next joe rogan oh i want to be like uh you keep telling me that i should be the next joe rogan (laughs) no no no. i just want to be the keith shaw really that's that's my that's been my goal my entire life yeah (laughs) but i mean the important thing is you know you you need to stand out on your own pave your pave your own path yeah but that's a whole other conversation it's all in a whole other conversation well yeah i mean it's that's it's it's going to be interesting to see if how much corporate and again corporate world back in the days of social media when facebook and twitter started coming out Mm -hmm. there was the same conversation that people were having Mm -hmm. you know do we set up a social media account for this business uh you know i remember all of the people at computer world and network world and all of those brands that were print magazines and then getting into the online stuff they were like well do we need all of these things and now it's it's table stakes it's like yeah of course we have one why wouldn't we have one we have a linkedin channel we have a twitter you know and 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 we have audiences that react and and talk to us and things like that but there was discussion at the time um i don't think they've jumped over to instagram yet and i'm pretty sure there's not a computer world tiktok channel if you know but maybe in another generation or two there will be you know again as you as you get to that age where you're following instagram and tiktok now as they get into those positions of the it guy and and those departments they're going to not go back to the traditional sort of method of getting information they're going to get information the same way they're getting it now so yeah yeah the other thing to think about too uh just to chime in real quick is like platforms uh come and go right right Look at MySpace. Um, what was what was uh? There's Vine, um, Tumblr. Is Tumblr, Tumblr still around? No, I I, I think yeah. so. I don't know. Um, Yahoo. 
uh, what's Yahoo? <laughs> well, yeah, they're I'm still kidding. around. They're still no, around, no, no, but no, like, but um, ah, oh, shoot, what's that other one? Um, oh, I was gonna say Instagram. Instagram is kind of, in my opinion, dying a little bit. It used to be known as the, uh, you know, the app where you share photos, cool yep. photos, yep. and you build an audience that way. Now yep. it's becoming Shorts. It's becoming similar to Snapchat. YouTube has its own Shorts yep. uh, platform, you know, YouTube Shorts. And actually, we've experimented with it a little bit, but it's all in the effort to try to stand out and build your audience. Right. And I don't know. I mean, going back to the article when you were saying, you know, um, you know, jobs like this are going to exist. And my answer to that is like, yeah, they already do. Yeah, they, they already that's do. true. That's true. Uh, but I'm, I'm actually happy for the interns that can, they can actually have an impact on a company if they can get into this. Cause I, I would rather have interns doing that than just giving them the, the menial mm-hmm. stuff. Um, cause that's not what an internship is for. All right. We're going to move on to our final story. Uh, this is now, uh, this is a, we, so you've heard of quiet quitting, right? Mm-hmm. You've heard of all of these made up terms for people that are doing it work. There's a story by in glamour, uh, UK, and they're calling it hush trips, uh, which are basically a sneaky new workplace trend where employees work from holidays and keep it very secret. Um, there's a nice little photo at the top. We don't have to show that. But if you just we go to the show, the links page, you'll see the, the photo of a uh, of a woman in a bikini with a laptop. Well, and so it's, she's enjoying, got a laptop, so that's why it's on the show. Enjoying your vacation, but technically working. Now, this is different. Okay, I want to I want to point this out. This is different from working while on vacation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a hush trip is basically going somewhere on a holiday or going to a different location and working and then not telling your boss. So in technically, you're still working, but you're just working in an exotic location. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. It's just someone taking advantage of the fact of working from home and you don't have someone, you know, looking over your shoulder to make sure you're working. Okay. So this is what the definition is. According to uh, Jill Cotton or Cotton, Cotton, Mm -hmm. a career trends expert at Glassdoor, a hush trip is defined as a catch all term to describe an employee working remotely in a different location than where their employer thinks they are. The company usually allows flexible work, but here the worker is actively hiding where they are working from and or pretending to be in a location close to work. So this is like me telling you, uh, Chris, uh, tomorrow I'm going to work at home. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly I'm in Florida, but I don't tell you. And then I come back so that I'm back here on Thursday. Okay. Okay. Or Hold okay. That. Now instead of Florida, maybe maybe I just go to Rhode Island. Uh, this just <laughs> made me think of someone. I I can't remember his name or the name of the account, but people who are watching, if I describe this, you're gonna know who I'm talking about. The guy who goes out like on a boat or goes in a UFC cage or I don't know does something, and he. He posts a green screen behind him <laughs> and goes on the Zoom call. Okay. Do you, do you have you seen that guy? I'm well, no, okay. no. Is well, this well, is well, this like a Twitter guy? Hila- yes, it's hilarious because it's that's what this is. It's like okay, taking advantage of the work from home. He's on the Zoom call. Mm-hmm. He blur. He punches out his background with a green screen, but he's really in a UFC cage fighting, <laughs> or he's really in a boat enjoying vacation. You see oh, the water I, splashing you know on his face. I have, that I have guy. seen. Yes, I have. Oh my seen. god, that's what made. Okay. that's what uh, made me think of him. This this article. I'm like, oh, let me let me find some samples while while you. Yeah, talk I mean, about if it. you're gonna do this, if if you're gonna do this, um, do it when you don't have a day of Zoom call, so that you don't have to do this elaborate setup of, 
you know, getting a green screen or basically you just turn your camera off and you just, and then it says, say, Hey, where are you? And you'd be like, Oh, I'm not really feeling good today. I, I didn't get my makeup on or I didn't, I didn't, you know, I've got a cough. I don't know. I don't know how I would pretend to not be there. Um, but again, you, you know, do you have an employer that requires that you be on zoom on camera that you have your camera on? I don't, right. you know, and so, um, I just think it's, it's this interesting idea of not telling your employer where you are and, um, you know, they have an example of some people. Now, again, this is the UK. So I think going to different countries is easier than, than maybe a US based thing. But I, I would imagine that you could still, if you could get down to a, if you could, all right. So maybe in Massachusetts, it's, it's, it's instead of working at home, you go to the Cape and then you're on the beach that day. If it's a nice Cape day in the summer. Right. Um, and if you're not on a zoom call, you know, it, it raises the issue of this flexible work pl- policy that a lot of companies are adopting in the remote work from home. Does work from home mean work from anywhere? Yes or no? I guess that's the first question that, that employees should be asking their bosses or that managers should have these discussions. What do you th- Do you think work from home means that you're in a physical location? Say that again. I, I know you weren't paying attention to me there. All right, does work from home mean that you have to be at home or does work from home mean work from anywhere? I mean, if we want to be literal, yes, it does mean working from home. Um, I feel, See, like, I think I feel I, like, I feel like if you're not working from home, then I do feel like you're taking advantage of it. Okay, because, so, because of the corporate um, world, right? They, they're looking at home now as your home office. Right. So I think if you're not working at home, I do think you are kind of taking advantage a little bit. I, I don't know. I think I, think I don't know. You, I, I think it's it's tough. It's you, know, tough. you have this. You, you know, you have a notebook. Yeah. You have a, a phone. Okay. I guess. So yeah. I could, I could see that. There is a. That. There's you know, and there's businesses that have set themselves up to be a remote location. Um, in in New England, it's Panera Bread. Right, you go to a Panera, you see people with their laptops, and they're they're sure, they're, sure. they're in a coffee shop, they're they're drinking coffee or or eating a snack or something, and they're working while they do it. As long as they're not on a Zoom call, and even some people that are on Zoom calls, they've got the earbuds in and they're just doing doing their meeting right there. Right, um, it is a nice change of pace to be out, but again, this is right down the street, so I'm technically within my same zone. Now, if I drive two hours down to the Cape. Uh, and now I'm sitting on a beach, I, I, I would feel bad because I think at that yeah. point, if you reveal yourself to be in that lo- other location, even though you're probably still getting your work done. Um, yeah, here, let me, let me show you this club. Yeah. Let, let me okay. ask you, Keith, if, if this looks like working from home. Okay. Uh, this is Frankie La Pena's, uh, sorry if I got your name wrong. Uh, this is that uh, influencer guy um, who does those green screen uh, work from home videos here. Let me let me just pull this up. You can get an idea of what I'm talking about. Is this is this working from home? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and the result looks like <laughs> So, so for those of you listening on the podcast, just audio, it's, it's a guy he has, um, he, he's doing this skit where he's running away from like football players with a green screen attached to his back with his laptop in front of him right. mounted with some poles. And so he's on the Zoom call. Um, he's in the Zoom meeting, but he's really running away uh, for, from these guys in a field <laughs> um, in a suit. Yeah. So is he, is he working from home? <laughs> Well, obviously, that's taken to the extreme, exactly. right? Yeah, I mean, it's that's taken that's, to the extreme. Yeah, yeah sure, but I mean, sure. you know, I'm sure that that. Um, oh, there's another. One. Oh. 
I mean, it, you know, it's funny. It's a parody. It's yeah, a, it's a parody of the working from home, right? Working from anywhere. And we saw. I mean, that, that's really what it is. Of, that's yeah, really what it is. We saw all of that during the the pandemic. I mean, when everybody was on a Zoom call, like, I think Saturday Night Live did a skit where then they had the person going into the bathroom and you know forgetting that the Zoom call was still on and all this other stuff. Right. You know, right. if you're if you're doing if you're if you're expending that much energy and work to get out of working, then you have to sort of readdress. And there's a line in that glamour story that I want, that I think we, yeah. Uh, it says, if you're feeling the need to lie to your boss, it might be a sign that something's off either in your professional communications or in the workplace itself. And so again, but, but I want to bring up another question for you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this the one? This was the yeah. MMA one, but okay. <laughs> um, I, I mean, he doesn't have a green screen behind him. So right. I'd find it hard to zoom in uh, to quote unquote zoom in a call with no green screen. <laughs> right. Anyways. Okay. So what responsibilities does a company have to use technology to make sure that their remote you know, or hybrid people are working? Like, for example, you and I, our boss knows that we're working because we produce three videos a week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. And, and if you're a subscriber, hopefully you're watching all three videos a week. <laughs> uh, but you know, that that's our proof is that we've done this. We're doing this. We, we put it up. But as you said to me, as we were going to lunch today, well, what does that mean for the other two days? And again, this takes, this doesn't take all day either. Right. Cause I mean, there are, well, we're, we're brainstorming. We're, yeah. we're talking back and forth, coming up with ideas for, you know, shows and stuff like that. I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of pre-production and development, right. Um, in between. So, but that's, different for us like, right I don't know right if so now yeah. so now let's talk about you know there's a lot of other jobs and people and, and employees out there that are, that do work from home and you know the the measure the the key performance indicator or kpi as a lot of people tell us in the tech world uh you know you have a way to prove whether or not someone's doing work and it's 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 on the output um, but let's say you can't measure any of that stuff. I mean, does that, you know, is it just that you're attending these meetings and that you're attending a Zoom call and that you're, um, that you're emailing? Uh, mm-hmm. Some people have, uh, y- you know, they're tracking mouse movements on the computer. Like, you know, in Sl- I think Slack, in the Slack tool, you can see whether someone is on or not, right? Yeah, you get that. So it's indicator. so it's monitoring if someone's on Slack, and I guess that's a, a. But you know, I've 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 seen that there's software that will track that, and then there's a line between monitoring just to make sure that people are working, if you can't monitor their output, and then the the crossing that line into privacy and you know invading the privacy of your yeah what's too much right? yeah i think uh, if you if you start installing software to really track how many minutes someone is on a computer or someone is on their phone or whatever then you you might as well just have them do a punch clock like mm-hmm. you know yeah. come into you know because I, I i just think there's a lack of trust at that point and you need to have those discussions with your employees but on the other hand there are employees that will take advantage of this situation. So again, maybe those are the outliers too. Like you've got someone that will install the mouse thing and then they'll be on the beach all day and the little mouse software is clicking. Hey, yeah, I better work. Look, my mouse is working. Right. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I just think that, that I don't think I would ever get to the point where I would tell you that I'm not somewhere where I am. Like, even if I go down to the Panera, I'll probably say, Hey, I'm going to be working at the Panera or I'll, you know, I usually tell you when I'm when I'm going to be away for a long gap. Although I do have Slack on my phone, but I don't have my email on the phone yet. Like I'm still trying to figure that out because right. I'm old and I'm yelling at a cloud. 
Any final thoughts, Chris? No, that's pretty much it. All right. Um, so, I mean, I still yeah. think that the balance is is swinging back towards the employers, but this is a little sort of like uh, maybe maybe back to the employees just for a little bit. Um, so that's that's where we are at uh, in February. And again, happy Valentine's Day, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all the time we've got for today's episode. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and add any comments that you have below. Tell us what you think about whether or not this is too intrusive, uh, tracking your employees like that. Join us every week for new episodes of Today in Tech. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time.